California and New York, New York. It's the Bicoastal Hoop Nanny, sorry, Nate and Adam. This week, Nate makes a comeback in first down and balls. And now, two guys who did not stand up and get crunked Sunday because they're still declaring, whoop, there it is, Adam Wilson and Nathan Frizzale. Thank you, Emily Ann Heinemann, for that estival introduction. We are two guys who are still wondering who let the dogs out. Yes, and I say estival because it's still summer. Can't stand it when people say that it's fall just because it says September. You know, only like nine days of September are actually fall. Yeah, that, that's really fucking annoying. I've got a lot of friends out here that are already ordering and posting pictures of pumpkin spice lattes. Because it's like, hey, everybody, it's fall. It's like, no, it's not. It's 105 degrees outside. It's not even close to fall yet. That's right. It's not fall. Uh, welcome to the Bicoastal Hootenanny, by the way. Starring Nate and Adam. I am and Adam. Adam Tootenanny Wilson, that is. In, uh, no, not Brooklyn. I'm in Chelsea, Manhattan, New York, New York, once again. Uh, where it is currently 65 degrees Fahrenheit and pretty clear and 2 in the morning. <laughs> Very nice. And I am starring Nate Frizzell in Hollywood, California, where it is almost exactly the same as it is there in Chelsea, Manhattan. It is 66 degrees and pretty clear on here as well. We finally we've snapped our our uh, we've had a heat spell. We had a heat wave. Uh, and, and I've lived in two cities in my life that did not believe in air conditioning. Boulder, Colorado, which does really need it three months out of the year. And Los Angeles, California. <laughs> and uh, I am thankful for this snap and this heat wave because I am my nuts have been sweating. I lost five pounds just off my nuts, I think. Just nut sweat? Yeah, just nut sweat. Nice. Uh, yeah. Sometimes uh, when, I, when I have to take a dump, I'll uh, pull down my drawers and I'll, there's this stripe of butt crack sweat now uh. that I get because I, I don't know if it soaks into the butt crack hair and it just kind of. Oh. Oh. But I never noticed. That's... I never noticed that as a younger man. I just learned a lot more about you than, than I really wanted to. It's nothing that you shouldn't have assumed. Yeah. Well, I look at your beard and I say, that is a man with a hairy butt crack. So Monthly. here we are. I'm letting this <laughs> thing go. Man, I'm so happy. Uh, more, I mean, more on this later in the show, but the Saints have just won their 12th out of 15 against the Atlanta Falcons. Hell yeah. <laughs> Who dat, baby? Yeah, it was a great day. That, that was a sweet game. Everybody was calling the Falcons for that game. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Yeah, like the the story leading up, the stories leading up to it were like you know, um, you know, uh, 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 Rich Eisen has more on why the Falcons may not be a shoe in for the South Division. I'm like, yeah, no shit. It's yeah, right. like, like, yeah, I know. Like, we, uh, what do you mean? Like, is is every person assuming the Falcons are going to win that division? Look, we should talk about this in about 45 minutes. But that's right. Uh, well, to- we're going to come back to this in balls. But we, I think that the reason why we've just jumped ahead and started talking about this is because, and I think I speak for everyone here at the Bicoastal Hootenanny when I say that we're excited that football season is alive and well uh, as of today. 
God bless it. Yeah. Um, hey, well, tell me about your week. What's up? Adam, I had a very, uh, I've had a very um, disturbing week in a certain regard. Uh, and I want to tell you, I want to tell you about it right now. All right, what's wrong? Uh, you know the common, the, the sacred art of man law. Do you not? I'm an expert at it, yes. Yes, you are an expert. You even showed me the, the game that you have that, that determines how, how well do you know man law. Well, I've had two incidents this week. No, 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 hold on. No, that was the game that, sh- that was the urinal test. Right. That's oh, man oh, law. Oh, is this what you're talking about? Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. This- okay. This is one very specific area of man law. But yes, okay, let's, yeah, this this is great. This is this just got way more interesting. Tell me about yeah, this. This is, this is very important uh, uh, because... Uh, all right. So we all know, for those of you who don't know, man law is, is it, un, I don't know that it's written anywhere, but that doesn't mean that it's not important. Man law is, are the rules that govern men. All right. These are just rules that you should know as a man, that every man should know. Psychically, and, you psychically know, or you're not a man. That's it. It's instinctive. You know, like birds fly south, you yeah. know, for the winter. That's we right. uh, just understand it intrinsically. All right. All right what happened? Part of this man law, of course, is is uh, etiquette at the urinals. Yeah. Now, I was uh, uh, I was at a restaurant uh, this weekend, and uh, go to these urinals. There's about four of them. It's a pretty busy restaurant. And the, ur- so, uh, the urinals are right out by the tables. Yeah. No, I go to the the, the restaurant. Oh, they're in the bathroom. Okay. Good. They are in the bathrooms. Uh, that would be an interesting concept for a re- uh, restaurant, by the way. Yeah. Uh, and you know what? Let me correct myself. It's a sports bar. Okay. So it's not like this high, the fancy falutin. Anyway, so you walk in and it's a crowded, the restroom's crowded. I think everybody picked this one moment to go. So I'm standing there and uh, there's four guys at the urinals. One of them, I immediately notice as soon as I walk in, he's going, he's laughing, giggling at something. I'm not sure exactly what he's giggling at, but he's immediately breaking man law because he's looking to the, the gentleman on, bo- on either side of him. He's like looking at them, make, trying to make eye contact with them. And that's a clear violation of man law. Right. So, okay, that's fine. You know, you broke one man law, fine. But I don't, why are you giggling? He's laughing at himself. Then, out of the blue, he rips this loud, juicy, like must have shit his pants fart and cracks himself up and go, looks to the guy next to him. And I'm starting to think maybe this guy's a little slow. But he looks at the guy next to him and he goes, that was me. <laughs> and and uh, everybody's uncomfortable at this point. Everybody. And I'm standing in line waiting for a urinal. At this point, I'm praying to God that a stall opens up. You know what happens? What's that? One of the guys standing next to this certain person zips up and walks away. So I've got two men standing behind me. So they're expecting me to go take up that empty urinal. Oh, next to the guy that just farted. Yeah, and not not just that he farted because that happens. You know, it's a bathroom. If you're gonna fart in public, that's that's the most polite place to do it. It's the fact that he's like looking for approval or like some sort of congratulations at how you know disgusting his fart was. And so he, uh, I go up next to him and I avoid contact, eye contact at all costs. I unzip. I start doing my business. I am pushing that urine out of my urethra as fast as it will possibly go. He does it again. Like, I, this guy's going for so Like, he's looking for something from people. I don't know what. And he picks me, you know, again. And he looks at me and he goes, I did it twice. <laughs> and it's just, it was the most uncomfortable thing. And I didn't know what to say. I didn't know how to react. I don't know what the etiquette is when someone breaks this man law so, you know, blatantly. 
it was the most uncomfortable experience ever. So, you know, I, I even tried to stop myself short mid, mid piss, turn around, walk out, wash my hands, get out of there. That was uncomfortable. Then yesterday, the other day I go to see a show. I'm gonna keep this one short. I go to see a show and I walk in and I want to know what you think about this, Adam. Four urinals. This is a theater that we're at. This is a very nice, it's like, a, you know, it's like 80 something year old theater, art deco. It's really nice. You walk in the restroom, no dividers in between the urinals. That freaks me out because you get residual piss. You get splash off of these, these no divider urinals. What do you think about that? Do you think that am I just, am I just being retarded? I think a lot of things, Nate. First of all, um, there is a provision in uh, urinal etiquette that says, um, if you break the rule of eyes front and no talking, um, i.e. this guy that was standing, this guy uh, who was farting everywhere, he was looking at other people and talking to other people, right? Yes. The whole point of it was to celebrate a fart. That is a special provision in man law that is permissible. Interesting. So you are supposed to psychically know that or else you're not a man. So strike against you, not him, you. uh, Second of all, Urine is sterile. So what if you get urine splashed on you? Wash it the fuck off. Quit being a pussy. Well, you're just determined to tear me down. I, I see. Uh, I, I don't care if urine is sterile. I don't want it splashed on me. Okay, well, then sorry, you, you can go to the girls' bathroom and you don't have to worry about it. No, 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 because I'm a you man. Can, you can come out so, smelling like Glade potpourri spray and, uh, and, uh, and vaginas. Okay, well, that's your opinion. And uh, you're entitled to it, you, not, as wrong as you may be. It's not my opinion. It is written. It, 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 we just said earlier, we just established that man law is not written. I, I, I meant metaphorically written. Uh, you, uh, you meant metaphorically. Like the, like, it's like, look, if your name is written in the book of life, it's, saying, you know, that it's a metaphorical book. It's not like St. Peter goes into the library and checks out a book, you know, the, the F volume, because your last name is F, you know. So if somebody said, you know, Pee, I want to pee. Like, let's just say that your 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 Russian girlfriend decided that she wanted to pee on you. Would you let her? Like, if she's like she's into that. Well, she's in like water sports. Uh, why water sports? You call it water sports? But that, but it's called. I thought it was called. Well, first know. off, um, I've I am I always if I if I take a shower like if I'm in the shower with somebody if I'm in the shower with a lady, I piss on her always. Oh, God. Because I'm, I'm right there. I, 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 I can't not do it. And I've taken showers at your place. Again, you're in a sterile. It's not like I'm pissing AIDS. Well, that's true. But you know what? That, you know, there are times when urine is not, my friend, completely sanitary. <laughs> Excuse me, sanitary. Uh, I, didn't like, say it, I didn't say it was sanitary. I just said it was sterile. You're not going to catch anything from it. Well, I don't know. If you had gonorrhea, where does it? Where does it gonorrhea sometimes okay. come out of? Okay, well, I don't have gonorrhea. So How do I know that? Because I just fucking told you. Oh, okay. So the uh, no, look. I'm bringing sandals the next time I come to your house to take a shower. Okay, you know what's you know what's gonna happen? Nothing. I'm just <laughs> saying that uh, you know if I'm gonna get serious with a chick, she's gonna get farted on uh, a lot. She's gonna yeah. get peed on in the shower. And she's going to either deal with that or she's not. And I'm, I'm, I don't, that, that, that's just going to be part of it. If she does if she's not into that, then I'm not that into her. So that's fine. Well, let me ask you, uh, do you, do you tell them that you're going to pee on them or you just let fly? Oh no, it's uh, I like, it's a surprise. It's, uh, <laughs> <laughs> just like Pearl Harbor, that bitch. It's just huh? like, I don't say, Hey, I'm going to fart on you in about 30 seconds. I'm just like, go like, right. here, 
Here, come here, baby. Give me a kiss. Give me a kiss. Give me a kiss. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You just sort of, you just sort of Dutch oven her in bed. Look, what you should have done in the bathroom when that guy was laughing at his own farts, you should have laughed with him because farts are funny. And uh, if you got a problem with that, you're a damn woman. I no, I would have laughed. I would have laughed at the that because the fart is not what bothered me. That it was the it was the post fart desperate eye contact that that was what threw me off. And by the way, it was throwing off every other guy. How do you know, how do you know he's trying to make eye contact with you? I mean, like, you know, there are your, your eyes. Your, your eyes were front and very uh, no peripheral vision when you're uh, when you're a man and you're pissed. Tunnel. No, because you eyes no, because front tunnel vision. No, because I saw it when I was waiting for a urinal. I saw what he was doing. This is the same thing. Look, if look, Larry Larry Bird does does not miss a free throw and say like there was somebody in my peripheral vision in, in row eighteen trying to make eye contact with me. I couldn't make my free throw. Fucking, yeah. fucking I, take, I'm take just to get the fuck out. He didn't I do did. Anything. I did. I didn't say anything. I let I let him live his life. I didn't even. I did. Yeah. I'm bringing it up now only because it was extremely uncomfortable that he was looking to me for approval. You know, that's that's not what men do. We don't need approval. Hey, like, I'm gonna fart in the bathroom. I'm gonna fart in the bathroom. I don't care if you like it or not. Okay. You know, I don't need your approval. That's fine. Okay, fine. Look, look. You, you violated just, my piss space. Okay. Look, you're making a big. De- you're making too big of a deal about anything. It's um. This is this is a non-issue. I, I will say I, I do want to add something. I think most people don't know this, but this is this is written in the metaphorical, non-existent, non-actual book. It's the e-book of man law or whatever of urinal etiquette. Um, uh, texting on the phone while you're pissing, nay. No, yeah, I'm I'm with you. Forbidden. Uh, while you're doing a number two, encouraged. Right. Yeah. So yeah. great. Small it's a, it's a very delicate balance you have to strike too. Yeah. I mean that's yeah. you, that's when you you should be catching up on some stuff. You should be catching up on some work when you're doing that work. You know what that's, I mean? That's 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 man time. Don't just that's, waste. Don't just waste that that duke. You know. My I never got to see. My dad would always get the morning paper and take it straight into the bathroom. I never got a newspaper when I was a kid that hadn't already been in the shitter with my dad, because that's what that's what that's what morning uh, bathroom time was yeah. for, for our family. I always read my atlas. That's how I'm good with maps. Every time I took a shit growing up, I'd always read the atlas. So that's I, where I, I, use, I can get you straight to Kankakee, Illinois right now. I use Where in the World is Carmen Sandiego for that. Remember that show? Yeah. Yeah. That's how I learned maps and shit. That's pretty good. Yeah. Um, I got I to gotta, I gotta tell you this before we, uh, before we step into the office over there. Um, Please do. Uh, you know, I'm... I'm um, we... Here in New York, we LSU fans watch all our uh, all our football games over at Legends New York on 33rd Street, right across the street from the Empire State Building. And um, uh, <laughs> this guy, oh dear, this was this this happens so goddamn often. Uh, this pisses me off. This is a very American thing that happens, and it's a particular Southern thing, I think. Uh, it must have been like four or five on on different occasions. A 44 year old chick trying to look 24. Ugh. Too much fake tan, and uh, she's just visiting New York for Labor Day weekend or something, or the week after Labor Day weekend or whatever it is. Comes up to me and says, "Like, are you from Louisiana? You from Louisiana?" And I'm like, "Yeah, what's up?" Uh, she's like, oh, "I loved, I love that they have this place here in uh, in New York to watch LSU games, but it's not like Baton Rouge." Like oh, Jesus, I'm like, "Yeah, I know, it's, I know." <laughs> yeah, I, know, I, I know, went to school I, there. I know, bitch. I know it's not like Baton Rouge. It's it's New York. We're literally across the street from the most famous scene 
involving a giant gorilla that's ever been filmed. <laughs> yes. It's we're in midtown Manhattan. I know it's not like Baton Rouge. Like I can't like, and so which, which was people from new Orleans do this all the time. Now I, I, I see my, my friends from new Orleans do this yeah. all the time. Hey Nate, you're from, you, you be a person from Los Angeles and I'm a person from new Orleans and mm-hmm. tell me about any, tell me about some kind of natural disaster that's ever happened in California that maybe you went through. Yeah, make it up. Oh. Go through it. Just go ahead. Oh, man. You know, I was here when the, the earthquake, uh, the Northridge earthquake happened in 1994 and oh, killed a lot God. of people. Oh, God. Tell me. Yeah, yeah. keep going. Keep I, going. Kill, I killed a lot of people. Killed a lot of people. Destroyed a couple of overpasses. Oh, my Dude. God. That was like Hurricane Katrina. It was like the same way. Probably worse. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, oh, it, was, God. it wasn't really like Katrina. Uh, oh, God. Hurricane Katrina. It's like people really banded together, and that's when you really found out you know, how great Louisiana was. You know? Well, no, we didn't really. I mean, I guess. Yeah, I guess we did band together, but, right. you know, we were kind of trapped in our houses, so we couldn't really get out. Tell me about yeah. anything else in your life now. Just anything. <laughs> so go ahead. Oh man, I hate the traffic here in Los Angeles. It's awful. Oh god, just... the traffic right after Hurricane Katrina. Oh god, it was so terrible. It was everywhere. <laughs> oh fuck, couldn't even get to the quarter. Yeah, why? You just turned into John F. Kennedy. Yeah, right. <laughs> the yeah. quarter. Yeah, shit. Yeah, it's this day in American history. Constant, like, I mean, no, this Americans do this all the time. We go like uh, the, the, the Europeans hate them. This is the thing that Europeans hate the most about Americans is uh. When we go over there and uh, we're like, oh, my God, yeah, this is uh, this isn't like America. Like, I know it's Europe. Like, yeah, we know <laughs> everything's so different here. Yeah, it's because you're that's, in a different place. That's right. Yes. Not everything's the same. Idiot. Anyway, uh, my, uh, I man, I, how are things over there at Le- Legends? Right. That's the Legend, name of it. Legends, yeah. New York. Yes. Uh, is that where the, the last time that you and I, you and Adam Hose and I watched football together? Was that was that where we were? No, that was over. I think no, that was over at Bar None, the Saints Bar. Bar down, None. Down I get those two confused. You're down right. Down in right. the down in the East Village, where uh, I was today, which was uh, which was really great. Had a good time over there. Very nice. Mm-hmm. Very nice. Yeah, we uh, we ripped that place to shreds like every week. I don't know how that place <laughs> is still up. We really tear it up. <laughs> hey, they're making their money. Who who mm-hmm. the hell cares? They got to do a little extra cleaning after. So what? Right. Um, yes, but, uh, oh yeah, again, we'll talk about football more later in the show, but right now, let's step into J.D.'s office. Oh, yeah, let's step right on in let's here. talk about some movies. Nate, what have you been seeing? What's up? Nothing. The only thing I've seen lately is The Twilight Zone. I, uh, you know, I was getting over that. Last week, I was a little sick, and, uh, I gave myself an extra couple of days to kind of rally and lay low, so I stayed in my house. I kind of, like, you know, did some stuff around here, fixed a few things, cleaned up my place, and all the while, I put, um... The Twilight Zone on mm-hmm. the old, the old, the original new series. Uh, man, that's a fucking good show. Do you ever watch The Twilight Zone? No. Oh man, I actually think you'd really dig it. I know. I know I would. I've yeah. just never watched it. I know. It's I know just exactly so, how I love it. It's just so like, I mean, it's suspenseful. It's weird. It's different, and it's yeah. it's philosophical all at the same time. It's just a great show. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, this chick, she's so gruesome. Oh my god, you're gonna look so ugly when we take these bandages off your face, and then she's hot. Like, yeah, yeah, Twilight Zone. Yeah, I know. I, I know. Right. I bet it's awesome. Yes. Yeah. It's it, it definitely, you need the writing. And it's crazy because it, it premiered in 1959. And it, the writing is actually better than, than pretty much anything that's out there right now. You know? Um, and that's why I started rewatching it again. If I've you, seen tell me almost every episode. If you tell me that stupid show from back in the 1950s is better than Two Broke Girls, I will march right out of this room right now. Man, I know it's hard to believe, man. I know it's hard to believe. That and According to Jim are two gems of our generation uh but uh yeah you, you'd be surprised man the twilight zone it, it holds up yeah. you seen anything lately no 
Okay. So Dude, let's step right out of JD's, JD's office. office. Yes. Okay. Great. <laughs> Thanks for having us. I've JD. been watching sports all week. Sorry. That's true. That's, That's true. And JD would not have allowed sports talk in his office. That's right. So let's uh, we'll save that for uh, your stinky, sweaty balls. Um, uh, before we take our break, I want to tell you uh, I had a. Um, uh, first off, I don't know if you listened to last week's uh, Nanny Tuesday, um, but I did. Um, I did. Thank you for using my name. Uh, but yeah, right, right. Uh, you're talking about the phone sex line I called. Yes, I am. Um, uh, basketball Dave sent me a voice message. Oh dear. Uh, yeah, I want to. I want to. I want to play it right now. Hold on. Did he tell you he was going to send you an email and then he sent you a voicemail? Yeah, must have. Uh, that, that's <laughs> very, <laughs> very funny. Okay, so uh, uh, I want I want you to listen to this. Uh, it's excellent. Uh, it's excellent voicemail from Basketball Dave. <laughs> That's not the right one. All right, it's false. It's ten thirty-eight on the Wednesday. You need to tell me right now if Blood Lana is real, because if this is real, this is the greatest podcast ever. So, all right. <laughs> well, that's Basketball Dave asking me if if uh, Svetlana was real. And uh, I would just like to ask Basketball Dave if it's possible that a human being can be so stupid as to ask that question in earnest. <laughs> Apparently so. Um, also, in that same in that same category of jackass friends, I know a person who is a um, he is oh he's our executive producer. He's Jeremy White. He is a college <laughs> football official. Oh, and uh, he asked me. He asked me. He texted me the other day. He said, "Hey man, you uh, do you have any leads? You know anybody with any leads on uh, getting a ticket to the LSU Kent State game?" I want to see if uh, my wife Edie can uh, go to the game since I'm red hatting the game. Now, the red hat—that's the official with the red hat and the headset on. That when he's on the field, that that means that it's a commercial. That's right. all. That's all he does. You know, it's <laughs> you know, uh, it's a pretty cushy job. Um, yeah. But uh, so a guy actually officiating the game um, asked me, a guy in Brooklyn, New York, if I have any. Leads, leads, Nate, on somebody who might have a ticket to the wow. LSU Kent State game, a game for <laughs> which you can find a ticket on StubHub for nine dollars. <laughs> yeah, it's not like it's LSU Alabama it, that, that might sell out. Leads, <laughs> leads. <laughs> You're yeah. fucking riffing the game, and you're asking a guy in New York if he's got any leads on a nine dollar ticket. It's like you know that reminds me of right. that. It, I can't believe I'm recalling this movie, but Crocodile Dundee two, mm-hmm. when he had that black guy who was always hanging around, going, "Hey man, I got the stuff. You need the stuff. I got the shit. You need the shit." And you come to find out, he's talking about stationery. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, Jeremy's like, "Hey man, you got the hookup? I need, I need, I need some." I need a I need a link. I need some leads. And you finally talk about a ticket that anybody can get. <laughs> like what do you think? I mean, like what do you what do you think? I know the Gambino family and they're financing their whole empire on uh funneling <laughs> LSU yeah. Kent State tickets into the mid south. Is that what you think? <laughs> no, wait, hold leads? on. I'm gonna, I'm gonna play devil's advocate for a second. Is there any chance that he was possibly referring to like tickets in the stadium club? Or box suites, or anything like that. No, well, first off, even if he was, who the fuck am I? Yeah. You know who I'm not? 
one of the officials of the game. You're in the game, Jeremy. And you're asking me, who's not in the game, who's 1,368 miles from the game, yeah. if I have any leads on finding a ticket for a game that nobody wants to go to. Yes, I've got a lead for you, Jeremy. How about a punch bowl full of free tickets sitting outside of Gate 8 at about 6.45 Saturday night? That's your lead, <laughs> you idiot. Yeah. Are any of my friends not retards? Any of them? Do I have any friends on earth who aren't retards? Apparently, I don't. I, I don't. I, I don't like to think that I'm a retard. Uh, once in a while. Yeah, I have my moments. You're right. <laughs> I got pooted in the bathroom when I was trying to pee. <laughs> I don't think it's retard. I think that's just, you know, clean, cleanliness, clean. Sanity. <laughs> I'm in a sports bar in the bathroom and everybody's not washing their hands enough. <laughs> Look, if people don't want to wash their, their hands, that's fine. Just don't, don't. Don't shit your pants and then look to me for approval. That's that's all I'm saying. Anyway, right, guys, we gotta God take bless it. Jeremy White. <laughs> bless his heart, retard. <laughs> all right, we got to take a quick break. We'll be back with some news and some sports. You're listening to the Bicoastal Hootenanny starring Nate and Adam. Yes, I'll be there from now on. One ticket, please, to loneliness. My baby paid my fare. But when you check my baggage, mister, please handle it with care. Here at the Registric Podcast, we're more than just a trio of debased guys drinking and swearing into a microphone. We also explore more enlightened topics like science and technology. If they could put the technology of a woman saying, come in my pussy, into intergalactic space travel, we would have colonized the universe by now. So join us every week for the Red Stick Podcast on iTunes or at theredstick.com. Dropping science like Galileo dropped the orange. Is it scorching outside? Is your throat parched? Well, if you have a dollar, you can get a snowball from Emily Snowballs in Bowling Green, Kentucky. We're only 2,070 miles from Hollywood and 865 miles from Brooklyn, New York. We have over 50 flavors and three different types of cream to choose from. We're open seven days a week on the corner of 31W Bypass and Cabell Drive. Hope to see you soon. Welcome back to the Bicoastal Hootenanny, starring Nate and Adam. Uh, <laughs> Adam Tootenanny Wilson here with Nate Frizzell over there in Hollywood, California. I myself am in Chelsea, Manhattan, New York, New York. Leeds, Nate. Leeds. Leeds. God the fucking Leeds. Leeds. <laughs> Leeds. It's a $9 ticket. It's a These $9 ticket. Blink Gary Leeds. <laughs> These Leeds are for closes. I remember talking to a guy. I remember talking to a guy who was uh, like, I was in. I was probably 23 and he was like 19 or something like that. And he's like, yeah, I got a new job pulling about 50 a week. What? I'm like, pulling? That's not pulling. That's, that's an allowance. That's scratching. You're getting a little, you get a couple bucks for doing chores. That's not pulling. 
pulling 50 a week? Like, like you're paying bills with that shit? Pulling mm-hmm. 50 a week? I mean, only if you're living at home with mama and daddy and you don't have to pay any other things. You Good know. lord. Pulling. Pulling. Leads. Pulling leads. Oh my god. Like, leads <laughs> that... Uh, just, if you're just joining us, and why would you be joining me just now on a podcast you voluntarily downloaded? Uh, once again, a college football official in Baton Rouge contacted me on whether or not I have leads on a $9 ticket to a game that nobody wants to go to that he's in and I'm not. <laughs> he's on the field. Yeah. Yeah. Well, some people ain't just got no sense. You know what? You know who does have sense? Who's that? You. And you will oh. display that sense in the probe starring Nathan Frizzell. Welcome to the probe where we go deep. I'm your resident probester, Nathan Frizzell. We begin this week with a story from our Bicoastal Hootenanny Health and Science Department. To all of you out there who have recently forced us to bear witness to the recent craze of juicing, to all of you fans of the Nutribullet, Robex, and Jamba Juice who could not say it loud enough or too often that juicing is the way to live a healthy lifestyle and to lose weight, to all of you, the probe would like to now say, not so fast. For a new study done by the University of North Carolina at Chapel Hill shows that fruit smoothies often contain just as much or almost as much sugar in them than sodas and can ruin your diet and cause just as many problems as the drinks that your communist mayor, Adam, tried to outlaw. Mm -hmm. Yes, that's right. The study proved that an orange smoothie, for example, contains the same amount of sugar as five to six oranges or the equivalent of a large soda. So put that in your blender and tweet about it, hipsters of the world. I had to do this story because I felt like I'm tired of people always telling me what they're having for breakfast, what they're throwing into a blender at breakfast. You know, it's just another thing that people are Instagramming and Facebooking and tweeting and friendstering, whatever the hell they're doing nowadays. And I'm tired of it. So I want to expose it for the sham that it is, Adam. Mm -hmm. Well, it's all a sham because nothing's healthy and nothing's unhealthy. You know why? Because mm. the only thing that's healthy is just getting off your ass and exercising. If you get off your ass and exercise, and you're committed to getting off your ass and exercising once in a while, the next, like, you're going to then look at a slice of cheesecake, and you're going to fear it. Because you're going to be like, oh, God, no, no, no. If i got to run tomorrow, I don't want to run with that shit in me. Or, or, gonna... or even more so that you're just going to undo everything that you just did. You know, like, holy shit, I just ran eight miles today. Oh, if I had that fucking cheesecake, I would destroy everything I just did. But also, but also, I mean, how unhealthy, I mean, like, really, how unhealthy are these fucking smoothies? They're not unhealthy. I mean, sure, they're unhealthy, but what What, what does that mean? You're not going to live to be 100? You're going to live to be 85? That, that's who gives a shit. My no, guess. and it's just, you know, it's the same thing with the regular sodas, too. There's, they're really not. I mean, look, yeah, it's a, it's a can full of sugar. We get it. Well, right, but it's a can full of sugar we used to drink once a week because right. it was like a, it was a treat. And yeah. now we drink four of them a day. And if you look at our waistlines, um, you oh, you're drinking one right now. Uh, but if you you know if you look at the waistlines of America, you can see it, and that's that's why it's unhealthy. It's not, it wasn't unhealthy when we had them once a week after the after a baseball game, right? Uh, as part of a root beer float or something like that. Yeah, you did that once every two weeks when you got good grades or something like that. Now it's uh, you know now it's every well, day. And diet cokes, by the way, are the devil. Mm-hmm. They're, they're even worse. There's studies, there's studies out there that show, by the way, that for every soda, regular soda that somebody drinks, diet soda drinkers drink like three. Yeah. 
it's like you're really kind of canceling out the effects. Plus, they got that evil, that aspartame shit in it, which just will, will probably give us cancer and seizures and all this other stuff. Maybe, but <clears> it, it does make me shit, though. Oh, aspartame does. Oh, I love Coke Zero. Uh, Are you sure you're not thinking of Olestra? That stuff in potato chips that, that like gives you anal leakage? Uh, ooh, that sounds awesome. No, anal leakage I don't think would be awesome. Um, depends on what I think. <laughs> I think it just hits you at the wrong times. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, yeah. But, uh, oh, I know you took a shot at Bloomberg over there. Uh, I, I would have, you know, you, first off, you know, Bloomberg. All right, I, I've gone back and forth on this guy. Uh-huh. I fucking love Mike Bloomberg. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah, I'll tell you why. Well, first, he's Jewish? No, well, I love all Jews, except the annoying ones, yes. Uh, the um, Except the whiny ones. I don't like those. Um, no Gilbert Godfrey for you. No, no, no. I love him because uh, of his Japan joke. I love. Uh, <laughs> it's awesome. It was very funny. He's a funny man. Uh, no, I love Bloomberg. First off, I'm, 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 I wish I could go back in time and never say anything ill about him for that soda ban, that attempted soda ban. Because uh, that first off, Bloomberg has obviously proven um, he does not care what anybody feels about anything. He asks himself, all right, what works? Does this work? Does this not work? If it works, I'll do it. If it doesn't work, I'll, I'll do it. Uh, the, uh, okay, we're fat. We're a bunch of fat asses. And he was like, okay, great. You're not going to control yourselves? Fine. No more soda for you. No, fuck you. You asked for it. Fuck you. Don't care how you feel. No, I don't care. I know it makes you mad. I know it makes your fat asses mad. I don't care. No, 8-ounce sodas or 16-ounce sodas. Nothing bigger than that. First off, they should be banned anyway because they're unhealthy because they're killing you. So fine. They should be banned. And then you know what he said this week? What? There's this guy, um, uh, God, de Blasio. What's his first name? De Blasio. Is it Mark de Blasio? Hold oh, on. I don't, I don't um, know. It's, his, uh, it's like uh, his opponent. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I know who Bla- you're talking about. Bill de Blasio. Uh, there you go. Uh, <laughs> oh, he's not. Well, Bloomberg's not running for mayor. He just is right. the mayor. And then uh, uh, Democrat frontrunner uh, Bill de Blasio uh, has been running, and he ran an ad, and we're going to link this on the site, on the redstick.com, uh, for those of you not in New York who don't see our mayoral uh, ads. But there's an ad where Bill de Blasio, uh, there's, this, there's this black kid, uh, big afro, big Dr. J afro, good-looking kid. He's, like, holding a skateboard. He looks like kind of a black hipster. He's, like, 16. Looks like a cute kid. You know, he's a good kid. And he's like, Bill de Blasio, he's the guy I'd vote for mayor if I could. Because he, uh, you know, and then he says a, a few de- things that Democrats do, you know, um, yeah. that I fucking hate. Uh, and um, and then he finally says, like, and I'd, and you know what? I'd say this even if he wasn't my dad. And, <laughs> and then you're like, oh, I see. Bill de Blasio adopted a black kid, right. made him grow a huge afro and thrust him into this political ad so that we all say, like, oh, he's down. He's down with the brothers. Let's vote for yeah. him because he's so cool. Uh, and I just, my first thought was like, God, this is really racist. This is so racist. <laughs> I'm very uncomfortable with this. It feels, it, it, it was racist in the way that the movie 42 was. Uh, in that, <laughs> right, because every time black people speak, there's music swelling in the background. Um, right. And, uh, you know, every white person in the South, every white person in the South talks like this. Every, every single one of them. Every single <laughs> yeah. one of them talks like a, like a retard, like a retarded person. Ever, ever, you that color boy? Is that what that, you is? You that color boy? You better that get color boy, come over here and shine my shoes. Better get your colored ass off my baseball field, boy. You better get to hoeing. 
get to hoe and start hoeing that field, boy. That every southern person, every southern white person talks like that, and every southern black person talks exactly like Tony Gwynn. Golly gee willikers, I love baseball. Right. You know, where it, yeah. as if it's racist to, you know, you know, you can't just, you can't portray Buck O'Neill talking like Buck O'Neill. Like, oh, Jackie, Jackie go down there and he play his baseball. That's what he does. And the baseball, <laughs> no, no, Jackie, we go down there and at the, the gas station attendant say, y'all can't use my restroom. And I say, and then Jackie say, take that pump at that truck. We ain't getting no gas. And then that attendant say, okay, fine. You can use the restroom. Not, I'm a whoop his ass and come over here. But you know, I go, oh, they better not take this train out of service. Now, that's, that's when Buck O'Neill turned 50. Yeah, right. But, um, <laughs> no. So, you know, 42 is racist because it, it, it was like, it, it, was, it was a film director just scared. The whole movie was just scared to tell the, the truth because uh, there's so many people who think like, okay, we, we better not, we, we better not piss off black people because black people are somehow like less forgiving like here's here's the deal hollywood and everybody uh black people are just as smart as everybody they're just as capable of uh, a sense of humor as everybody they're just as capable of seeing the truth as everybody quit treating them like retards right and, and this is bill de, bill de blasio runs this campaign and he treats and, and, he, and he thinks we're all retards uh because like he's got he's got, he adopted two black kids named them dante and chiara or something like that <laughs> Can't name, I can just can't name him Jeff and Elizabeth. You know, gotta. You know. <laughs> I could just see the conversation. His name is Bill De Blasio, so I can only just see like his conversation with his wife, like in the bedroom at night. They're about to go to sleep. They're talking about him running for mayor. I can just see the conversation now, honey. Listen, I just had the perfect idea. Here's how we're gonna lock up this goddamn mayoral election tonight. Yeah. Right, oh, we're gonna go adopt I, some I, black children. So convinced of it. So convinced of it. Yeah, we're gonna. Look, it's again, brilliant. It's fucking brilliant. Again, hey, this is the this is the de- hey, this is the Democratic Party who has bamboozled so many people. And no, and no, this is not a pro Republican anything. I'm a, I'm I'm what's called a South Park Republican. I hate Republicans, but I hate Democrats. There, <laughs> that's my political stance on everything. Uh, now, and and why do why do I hate Democrats? Because in 1964, when the Welfare Act was passed, uh, there were secret tapes that di- weren't unearthed until like the 80s or 90s of Lyndon B. Johnson. Lyndon Baines Johnson, LBJ, L Blowjob, sitting president of the United States, secret, secretly taped, sur- surveyed phone conversations where he says about the Welfare Act, and I quote, I'll have those niggas voting Democrat for the next 200 years. Mm. And he was right. Jeez. And he, and, he, and, he, and, he got, and he got the black vote, much like, much like Richard Milhouse Nixon later got the religious right vote. Yeah, both of them, both of them duped a group, and that's how that's how it happened. So that's why I fucking hate anything with a D next to its name, and with a donkey pin, hate them. And I can't believe that Mike Bloomberg had the balls to say that, to say right. that Blasio's campaign was racist. Now I don't think that Bill De Blasio is a racist, but I do think that that's a very um, that's a very fine line to skate. Oh, it is a very fine line to see. It, it, this is look. This is this is something that I, I've joked about doing. I've, I've like, look, I've got a Jewish girlfriend, and I've said like, hey, look, you're Jewish, so we need to get married and adopt a black child. So there, I have a Jewish wife and a black kid, so I can say literally anything I want ever, and not even get away with it. It would be so awesome. I've joked about that, but this is basically what this is. There you go. He adopted. Yeah. He adopted a kid who looks like Doctor J. So now, now he's down with. The, now he thinks he's down with the brothers. You know what would round out that little group? What? A gay best friend. 
Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. then you could say, you literally could say anything you wanted. That's right. Well, if I, if I adopted a black kid, it would be assumed that he'd be on the down low at some point in his life. So, you know, <laughs> oh, so, wow. so, so I'm down with that, too. I'm actually really glad that we, uh, we, we segued into this, this sordid topic of race because now it's time for our top story. Oh, yeah. Are, are you in the market for an Aryan escape? Yes. Do you want to go where everyone knows your European heritage? Well, maybe you should call Paul Craig Cobb. Mr. Cobb is searching for a way to take over the small township of Leith, North Dakota, home to only a few dozen residents located 70 miles southwest of Bismarck. He plans to invite friends, colleagues, and like-minded thinkers for a, quote, chance to revitalize a community. Mm -hmm. Sounds pleasant, right? Well, not to Bobby Harper. Harper is one of the town's <laughs> residents. Their only resident, in fact, that belongs to a certain category. Oh, yeah. And did we mention that Paul Craig Cobb is a white supremacist? Oh, okay. According to the Southern Poverty Law Center, Cobb has been buying land in Leith and mobilizing white supremacists and members of the white nationalist party from all over the country to do the same to, quote, excite white people and, quote, give them confidence because we're being deracinated in our own country. In other news, the word deracinated is the Bicoastal Hootenanny word of the week. Deracinated. Cobb's efforts so far have been somewhat successful as outsiders have begun buying property and officials from the party have announced their intention to come to Leith to ensure that Cobb's efforts to, quote, reside in Leith just as any other American does are not challenged. And uh, one more kicker. Did we mention that Bobby Harper's wife, Cheryl, is a white woman? Uh -huh. Well, despite this brewing storm, well, who's, well, happened... who's he going to marry? You know, he the only yeah. black, he's the only black guy in the whole state. Like he only had twenty-two people to choose from in the first place. Yeah, <laughs> and he's the only black guy. But that doesn't seem to matter to the white nationalist party. That despite this brewing storm, the Harpers have no plans on moving. The residents of Leith are standing by them, even as Cobb and his Aryan brother sisterhood have begun rolling into town and leaving, shall we say, suggestive letters for the Harpers. Mm -hmm. For now, all eyes are on this small North Dakota town, and whenever the story develops, we'll bring it to you first. Mm -hmm. Sort of. Right here on The Probe. Wow. Yeah. That's... what. Look, how stupid... Can, why North Dakota? <laughs> like, what do you mean? You know, what, what do you mean? Why North Dakota? I mean, I, 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 it's like, why of all the states that you could choose to move into, would you go to North Dakota? Haven't you ever seen Fargo? Wait, are you, this, are you, are you Well, that was South Dakota, but, uh, wait, no, oh, that was, was really? no, that was North Dakota. I'm sorry. Yeah, Fargo, fuck off. Fargo, North Dakota. Wait a minute. Hold on. Are you, are you, are you putting the, um, the burden of the, uh, you're putting the blame of the story on the black guy for moving to North Dakota? No, I'm talking about the, the the white supremacist. Wait, hold on. Does the white supremacist live in North Dakota? No, he's oh. been like he's like a wanderer. Like he lives all over the place. He's wanted in Canada. Okay, so he in, wants to it, settle in North Dakota and kick the black guy out. Yes. Oh. Well, he wants to kick every non-white supremacist. He wants to build basically like a white supremacist town. Uh huh. Yeah, uh, I bet it, I bet I can do an impression of him. I bet I can do a dead on impression of him right I now. Bet you ready? Good. You that you that color boy live in North Dakota? You that color boy? We'll get the hoeing and then get we your gonna, get your colored ass out of here. We're gonna run your ass out of here. You better put on them big size twelves and get your ass out of this town. Yeah. 
listen, <laughs> who listens to David Allen Co. all the time. <laughs> oh man, wow. yeah. It, you know, it's just like, did are they? Do they really think that the that they're gaining strength? I feel like they're the white supremacist and KKK movement has just gotten weaker over the years. Like they're just like holding on to something that's just just totally passed them by. <laughs> oh, it's not that. I mean, I mean that that thing. That's that's not even that's not even what the Klan was. I mean, the Klan was right. the Klan had like political pull sixty right. years ago. They're just. It's 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 a reality show now. That's basically yeah. what it's relegated to. That's all. That's that's all it is. It's, it's nothing. It, it, like no, if you're black, if you're black and you see clan hoods, you fear not. You're good. You're okay. You're good. You can just go <laughs> like because all you have to do is go like, um, hey, look over there, and then like, hey, look over there, uh, other black people, and then they'll be like, oh, well, where them cut a folk at? Where them cut a folk at? No, need to tell them to go and get the hoeing. You know? it's, and that's it. It's like and, that and moment it, in, it's like that moment in Blazing Saddles, where Gene Wilder pulls uh, what's his face, uh, Cleavon Little out, and he goes, "Hey boys, look what I got here." And Cleavon Little says, "Where are the white women at?" And they all come running after him to beat him up. <laughs> right. It's just like that. Um. But yeah. Uh. Yeah. You see. Look. You see. Clan hoods. Uh. Fear not, because those are the most. Uh, that's. They're very inept at this point. They don't do anything. What's the clan done in the in since there's been color TV. Right. <laughs> you know, it, it, uh, it always makes me wonder. You ever notice that when you go, I mean, you vote in like presidential elections and stuff like that, right? Yeah. You, you ever notice that on the, on the ballot, there's, there's always like the, the, the white nationalist party or the, the national, they, sometimes they phrase it differently on the ballot so that you don't know that it's the white supremacist. Right. It's like the national populist party or something right. like that, yeah. you know? And it's like suddenly you're like, oh, I know who these guys are. And of uh-huh. course, the two the two guys on the ballot, their names are like Tom Anderson and Bill Armstrong. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're the whitest names you can find. Yeah, uh, right below right below Barack Obama. And <laughs> um, well, that's that's you know that's white supremacists for you. They they don't seem to be very smart. Although the interesting thing about this story is that it's kind of working. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're getting they people are starting to like these. They've been putting this out on the internet. Like they're reaching out across the country, You'd be like, "Hey, come buy land here. Let's turn this into a town." So pretty soon, North Dakota is right. going to be the next Mississippi. So white supremacy is so effective that when thousands of them band together, they can almost get one black guy to move out of town. <laughs> yeah, right. That's how. See how powerful these people are. Yeah, yeah, Man. almost. See, there you go. There it you go. Is. Again, you see a clan hood. Fear not. That is that is that's a rodeo clown. That's all that is. Uh, that's your it. day has passed you by Knights of the White Dragon or whatever you're called yeah man you should, that, know, you should know about a lot about the clan Nate well I, I, I I've, I've watched Forrest Gump so uh, uh, but yeah the most effective thing they've done in the last 20 years is make a couple of memorable appearances on the Jer- Jerry Springer show so <laughs> the, on the what show uh, on the Jerry Springer show <laughs> on the Jerry Springer show with all the colorful colorful watch it when they don't do their job. Did you ever see the 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 sketch in the Chappelle show when he plays yes. the the, yes. the blind Klansman? Yeah, that was that was a funny was effing great. sketch. Um, but hey, if you are a white supremacist and you're offended by anything we say, please uh, send drop us a line at Nate and Adam at the or give us a call at two two five two four four 
1-800-529-9469. Make sure and tell us white power, all that jazz and uh, and whatnot. Uh, meanwhile, that was the pro starring Nathan Brazil. Well, Adam, let's not waste any more time. Without further ado, show us your nasty end of summer, skanky, sweaty, track-leaving balls. Welcome to Balls. I'm Adam Tootenanny Wilson. America's balls caster. The Saints beat the Falcons today. Uh, thir- what was it? What's the final score? Thirty-three to twenty-seven. I want to say. Boom. Was that right? Was that yes? Oh, uh, t- excuse me. Excuse me. Twenty-three the Saints, to seventeen. Saints beat the Falcons twenty-three to seventeen. Yeah. Uh, a great game. Yeah, second season in a row that we uh, provided the Falcons with their first loss of the season, which is nice. Uh, the oh, Saints yeah. have won twelve out of fifteen versus uh, the Dirty Birds. This is uh, the Saints own the Falcons so much that it might be unconstitutional according to the Thirteenth Amendment because oh. uh, uh, I don't know. That's a joke, Nate. I'm talking about slavery. Oh. Anyway, the um, <laughs> I don't know my amendments very well. Uh, but um, I feel bad for the Falcons fans, Nate. I feel bad yeah. for them because they're probably walking around on Peachtree Street wearing their uh, their you know Kobe Bryant jerseys and their Air Jordans and their their vintage Charlotte Hornet hats, and that's how you know they're Atlanta Falcons fans. And yes. they're they're asking themselves, "Why Michael Vick ain't play today? Where Michael Vick was at? <laughs> Why Michael Vick ain't play?" Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. I feel bad I, for him. Yeah, I just feel bad for him. You know, you know they they just com- continue to be dominated by us New Orleans Saints. The Saints own the Falcons like Gerald O'Hara owned Big Sam. If there are any oh. Falcons fans listening, I've got some advice to you. Don't drop out of school, no kids till you're 30, uh, and uh, learn English and uh, get a job. And when you do get a paycheck, uh, put a few dollars of that in the bank and don't spend it all on Air Jordans right off the bat. And uh, don't spend too much money on Michael Vick jerseys because he plays for another team now. So... And if you don't like the advice we've given you, or if you have some advice for us, feel free to email us at nateandadam at theredstick.com or send us a very eloquent voicemail with your name and city to 225-244-9469. Not that any of you can understand anything that Nate and I are saying because none of you speak English. So huh? <laughs> Hate it. is going hate. Uh, uh, also, uh, LSU uh, LSU uh, covered the spread last night against uh, UAB. The revenge game. <laughs> We finally got that got that monkey off our back, huh? Um, <laughs> Saban's record against UAB zero and one. Mm-hmm. Less miles, one and zero, oh, baby. Yeah, that's, that's a good point. Um, uh, the, the big play of the night: Odell Beckham returned a field goal, 107 yards for a touchdown. Nate, that's only the twentieth time that's ever happened in the sport of football. Ever. Yeah, I did. I forgot that that was actually possible yeah. until I till I saw that. I was like, "Wow, well, this is yeah." It's only possible in the college and the pro ranks, and even in the American pro ranks. It's not you can't do it in Canada, uh, and you can't do it in high school. It's only in college and in the pros, and it's only happened twenty times ever. So that was something. Wow. Um, well, God bless Odell Beckham. He's really having a good season so far. Way to go, Odell Beckham! And now let's make our picks in boom a little thing we like to call first down and balls. Let's do it. Uh, Nate, let's first, let's talk about last week. Um, oh, yeah. Tell me how I did. Uh, I will tell you how you did. Uh, let me go through the picks right now. The uh, Well, we got most of them right, as usual. Um, uh, my Tulane Green Wave fell to your South Alabama Jaguars. Um, my Miami Hurricanes fell to your Florida Gators. Ooh. Yeah, that's right. And uh, not only that, my... 
Pittsburgh Steelers fell to your Tennessee Titans. And my West Monroe Rebels fell in overtime to your Madison Central. Well, I thought but that was one of Jaguars. your short bets is what I thought. Uh, let me tell you something happened in West Monroe. They went to overtime. And, you know, in, in high school overtime, it's like, it's first and ten at the ten. First and goal at the ten, and each each uh, each school gets a gets a chance. Madison Central went first. They scored a touchdown. They kicked the extra point. West Monroe then went. They scored a touchdown. They went for two. It didn't make it. Oh! And everybody's like, "That's stupid. It was stupid to go for two. I say, "Hooey!" I say, "Hokum!" I say, yeah. that "It's an extracurricular activity." And every player in that game wanted to go. Wanted West Monroe to go for two. Everybody on yeah. West. Everybody on West Monroe was like, "Come on, coach. Let's go for two. We can do it." And yeah. then every player on Madison Central was like, man, I hope they go for two. And that's probably the, that's the, one of the most fun moments ever. Who cares that's one of those, who that's cares one of those calls stupid? where you make and you either, you either live or you die. Yeah. And it's like, you know, you're either going to make it and be the coolest team on the face of the earth, or you're not going to make it and you're going to get shit on. But, you know, one way or the other, it was going to be an extreme reaction. Yeah, it's high school football. It's not the most important thing in the world. Let the kids have fun. Uh, so, right. um, good. I support going for two. Uh, uh, games you got wrong. Your Miami, uh, your Miami uh, Red Red Hawks uh, fell to my Kentucky Wildcats. Uh, ah. Your Baltimore Ravens got their asses beat by yeah. seven touchdowns thrown by Denver ah. Broncos quarterback Peyton Manning. Who saw that coming? Uh, I don't know. And uh, your Green Bay Packers lost to my San Francisco Forty yeah. Niners. Uh, but you really, you really came out on top. You beat me eight. To nothing this oh snap you beat my ass yeah that's right that's right i used no lube no spit <laughs> i just fucked you good that means the uh the score uh the cumulative score between me and you is uh, i'm winning six to zero because you scored negative eight last week <laughs> that's six you've now you've now gotten to almost positive yardage that is uh that is uh that's a story of my life i, I practice balance but hey one more week of this and um yeah, you know you'll you'll be tied, or you'll be you know still be down, but no, you'll be ahead. So you know anything could happen. It's only I week just three. another eight no week, but uh, I do. Before we get into first down and balls, I want to make a special announcement because this is something that doesn't hasn't happened in years to my to my recollection, and uh, it, won't, it won't mean much to you, but it means a hell of a lot to me. I pulled off, uh, and I give credit to myself for this. Uh, I pulled off what I consider to be an amazing. What what there's a trifecta, and then what happens when you win all four? Is, right, is right. it like a quadfecta? Or Quad, sure, a quadrifecta. What what about quadrifecta? What, what is it? Uh, New Orleans Saints, mm-hmm. Dallas Cowboys, LSU Fighting Tigers, Jesuit Blue Jays. Oh, all, all the victories on the week. Yeah, I don't I don't like this because I don't like I don't like you uh, taking the Saints and the Cowboys. I don't like that. Uh, you know what? I can do whatever the hell I want to. That's fine. Well. If you if you knew anything about man law, you would know why that's forbidden. Yeah, blah, but okay, blah, blah. so uh, well, you and your vagina uh, shall wage war against yeah. this vagina my... that fucked the vagina out of you this week. Bring it! All right, yep. I'll war- oh, I wore it like a hat this week. So let's go on to week three. Nate, call it heads or tails. Let's go for heads. It is a head. Nate, begin with the Big Twelve. Boom. Adam Wilson, I take my West Virginia Mountaineers over the Georgia State Panthers. Yes, very good. Uh, Nathan Rizell, I'll take my Iowa State Cyclones over your Iowa Hawkeyes. Oh, look at you. And Adam Wilson, I will take my Kansas State Wildcats over your Massachusetts Minutemen. Very good. 
Nathan Frizzell. I'll take my Kansas Jayhawks over your Rice Owls. Ah, I would have called it the other way as an upset, but it's your call. All right, Adam Wilson, I take my Oklahoma Sooners over your Tulsa Lassos. Golden Hurricane, you idiot. Uh, Nathan Brazell, I'll take my Oklahoma State Cowpokes, Cowboys, over your Lamar Cardinals. You go ahead and take them while I'm going to take my Texas Christian University Tiger Bait against your <laughs> Texas Tech Red Raiders. Of course, that's Horned Frogs. And we're going to move on to the state of Louisiana. Nathan Brazell, I'm going to take my Wake Forest Demon Deacons over your Louisiana Monroe Warhawks. Hey, Adam Wilson, I'm going to take my ULL Raging K. Jones over your Nichols Colonels. Very good. Uh, Nathan Rizell, I'm going to take my Louisiana Tech Bulldogs over your Tulane Green Wave. And on we go to the SEC. Nate, you have the board. I will take uh, my number seven Louisville Cardinals over your Kentucky Wildcats. Nathan Rizell, I'll take my Oregon Ducks wearing God knows what over your Tennessee Volunteers. And in a game nobody cares about, I'm going to take my Arkansas Razorbacks over your Southern Miss Golden Eagles, my friend. Nathan Rizell, I'm going to take my... Ole Miss Rebel Black Bears over your Texas Longhorns who are reeling without a defensive coordinator this week after getting the shit beat out of them by Brigham Young. Yeah, that was uh, that was a tough one. But uh, thank God I'm not a Longhorns fan. Adam Wilson, I'm going to take my South Carolina game Cox over Vandy Candy. <laughs> That's the Vanderbilt Commodores, of course. Nathan Brazil, I'm going to take my Auburn Tiger War Eagle Plainsman over your Mississippi State Maroon Bulldogs. Go to right ahead and do that. I'm going to make the tough call here, Adam Wilson. I'm going to take my number one Alabama Crimson Panties over your number six Texas A&M Aggies. Crimson Tide and Nathan Frizzell. I'm going to take my LSU Fighting Tigers over your and Nick Saban's alma mater, Kent State Ooh. Golden Flashes. And I'm going to make that my lock of the strong. Boom. And on we go. On we go to the NFL. Uh, note: We took. We had to take the. the, the we're going to take Monday night games off the off the board and put them onto next onto the next week from now on. So start with tomorrow's Monday night games, Nate. Go. Uh, d- all right. Uh, or tonight. Tonight's Monday night games, really. So, <laughs> right. Sorry. Uh, Adam Wilson, I'm going to take my Houston Texans over your San Diego Chargers. Nathan Brazil, I'm going to take my Washington Racists over your Philadelphia Eagles. Of course you are. Meanwhile, I'm going to take my New England Patriots over your New York Jets. Nathan Rizal, I'm going to take my Baltimore Ravens over your Cleveland Browns. As well you should. Adam Wilson, I'm going to take, in a risky call, my Miami Dolphins over your Indianapolis Colts. Nathan Rizal, I'm going to take my Houston Texans over your Tennessee Titans. Uh-huh. I'm going to take my Oakland Raiders over your Jacksonville Jaguars. Nathan Rizal, I'm going to take my Carolina Panthers over your hometown Buffalo Bills. We're going to ride this wave, and I'm going to take my Dallas Cowboys over your Kansas City Chiefs. Nathan Rizal, I'm going to take my very – oh, I'm going to take my Denver Broncos over your New York Giants. <laughs> well, I'm going to take my, unfortunately – Atlanta Falcons over your Meet Me in St. Louis and Ram Me. Very good. That's the St. Louis Rams. I'm going to take my Chicago Bears over your Minnesota Vikings. In what we call the Bill Swirsky Sports Fans Game of the Week, I am going to take the Green Bay Packers over your Washington Racists. Nathan Frizzell, I'm going to take my Detroit Lions over your Arizona Cardinals. Uh huh. Smart pick. Meanwhile, I'm going to take my San Francisco 49ers over your Seattle Seahawks. And Nathan Frizzell, I'm going to take my New Orleans Saints on the road over your Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And I'm going to make that my shoe in of the straw. 
Nice, nice. It's a pretty balanced week right. this week so far. Hold I think. on, we got a, we got one pick each left. Take your pick, your high school pick, quick. I'm gonna go with my Jesuit Blue Jays over the St. Paul Wannabes. St. <laughs> Paul Wolves, you idiot. And yeah, I'm gonna whatever. take my West Monroe Rebels over your Hammond Tornado. There you go. Boom. That is pretty. It's pretty balanced week, like I said. I think that we're uh, we got an interesting uh, matchup going here. And that was my balls. Balls. Ah, all right. Uh, we are hey, we're running short on time because I got to get back to work, Nate. So um, go for it, baby. Uh, we're looking looking forward to the next week. We got Smitty on the show, don't we? Yeah, uh, we do. We we've got uh, Mr. R. W. Smith, a good old boy from uh, from uh, South Carolina. He's originally from who, Charleston, South Carolina. He's a Clemson grad, and he's a that's U.S. Right. veteran. It's great. That's, that's right, and he's uh, he's he was like everybody's older brother back at LSU, and uh, we're gonna catch up with him, do a little tie. He's gonna join us for first down and balls, uh-huh. as well as JD's office and some other fun stuff. Uh, so look forward to that. Uh, real quick, uh, Adam, before we step completely out of balls, even though we already have, Serena Williams won her fifth U.S. Open title. By the time you guys are hearing this, Rafael Nadal will be en route to trying to capture his second U.S. Open title, standing in his way, current world number one, also looking for his second U.S. Open title. I stick with my call. Rafael Nadal is going to win the 2013 U.S. Open. There we go. Excellent. And those were my balls. There it is. Ah, leads. Leads. <laughs> a nine not nine dollar ticket and you're refing the game you're asking me for leads on a nine dollar ticket <laughs> uh well that's that's gonna be it i think uh adam yeah. what, you, what you got going on this week anything fascinating anything fun uh apparently i was just trying to i'm just trying to find jeremy a nine dollar ticket i was i don't know if i can do it no nah, i'm I mean, listen, I don't know if you have those kind of connections. Uh, uh, stay tuned for tomorrow for, uh, for Tootin' Any Tuesday. I've got a comedian, Trey Galleon, who's been waging a war with the New Era hat company that uh, should be of, of your interest. Very nice. Oh, the New Era hat company. Oh, this sounds a, intriguing. It's, you know, it's a bit of a, bit of a, bit of a uh, let me just say, if you love America, you're going you're gonna to want to hear this because uh, America's in trouble. Uh-oh. You'll find out on Tootin' Tuesday with comedian Trey Galleon. Well, stay tuned for the Tootin' Annie Tuesday starring Adam Wilson. That's, that sounds like a, a humdinger. Well, I don't have anything going on this week, at least none that I know of. I'll be sure to let you know if something changes. But for now, for Adam Wilson in Brooklyn, New York, I'm Nate Frizzell in Hollywood, California. This has been the Bicoastal Hootin' Annie starring Nate and Adam. To all of our friends back home and everyone in between, we say, Fouille toi Email us your questions, comments, corrections, and basically anything other than the story about how you came up with the name of your fantasy team to NateAntAdam at TheRedStick.com or call us at 225-244-9469. This has been the Bicos Hoot Nanny starring Nate and Adam. Next week, Smitty! Visit us at theredstick.com or subscribe to us on iTunes. Follow the show on Twitter at Hoot. This has been a production of The Red Stick.